welcome to From the Ring to Everything, where we talk about everything from your engagement through that first year of marriage and everything in between. My name is Maria, and if you're ready, let's get talking. Hi, and welcome to episode one of our show of From the Ring to Everything. I'm really glad you guys joined me today. I'm super excited to have my very first episode finally uploaded and started. I'm a little nervous, but I'm sure I will relax as things go on. So anyways, thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to have anybody who's listening, listening to the show, actually. Um, I wasn't sure how to start the show. I didn't want to start it too heavy. So I decided to reach out on Facebook and ask married couples or engaged couples, what's the one piece of advice that they would give to another couple or a bride that's planning a wedding? And I kind of wanted to hear from both sides, but... Usually I, I heard more from the female side. I didn't get any guys in here on this on this survey. So hopefully the next time the guys participate a little bit more because I'd love to get both perspectives of female expectation and male expectation when planning a wedding and also through the first year of marriage. So most of these were kind of going through some really um, interesting things. And uh, it was kind of funny because somebody by the name of Margot uh, responded back to that question. She's like, totally do a destination wedding. They're cost effective and it weeds out all the unwanted, less drama. So I thought that was kind of funny. And you know what? I think destination weddings are awesome. They take a little bit more planning, a little bit more as far as the logistics go, depending on where you're planning to have that destination wedding. I think they're absolutely beautiful. If you want something more intimate, um, I think that is definitely the way to go. It kind of acts as a vacation wedding slash honeymoon for you if you're the one planning the destination wedding. What my advice would be for that is if you're planning a destination wedding, make sure you give plenty of notice to the guests that you're planning to invite. And also be conscientious and not hurt, not get your feelings hurt too much if some of them can't make it. So yeah, to her point, you definitely will have a little bit less expense depending on where the location is and how elaborate you want to go. But for the most part, destination weddings can be a little bit more cost effective because you're kind of doing the wedding and honeymoon all at the same time. Um, how big, how many people do you want to invite? And be realistic. Not everybody can afford to go to a wedding that is held outside of, let's say, their state or even their country. So put keep that in mind as well when you're planning for it. Um, you want to work with a really great travel agent and... I know plenty of them, so you could always email me if you want information regarding some awesome travel agents that can help plan help plan that destination wedding, which I'm happy to help you plan them as well. Um, but anyhow, so that, yeah, uh, her advice is, is pretty uh, good as far as cost effectiveness, um, less hassle and less stress. I had a friend of mine, Louie, from Classic Cuts Mobile DJ. He's a local guy here in the Inland Empire area, but he goes everywhere anyways. He is... And I'm right on board with him, which I heard from other professionals as well. Hire a professional. Don't, especially when it comes to your DJ, don't go with your uncle, your cousin, your friend, the club DJ. The club DJs are great for clubs, but they're usually not that in tune with doing weddings. So with the formalities and the speeches and the emceeing is very different for a wedding than it is for a club. Um, then I heard from Megan and she said, let me see, the biggest piece of advice someone gave me is that weddings are way more stressful than they look in the movies. 
<laughs> which is true. You do not need to, you do not want to be a bridezilla, which is another true thing, but you will likely only have a wedding once, hopefully. So make sure it's something you are happy with. And I totally agree with her. You don't want to be a bridezilla. You want to, I am hoping, you know, this is, if this is your first marriage, that it is your first and only marriage. If it maybe is your second marriage that, you know, the first one was your trial run and the second one is for keeps. So um, think about that. Uh, her other recommendation is pick three things that you're going to put your foot down and three things you can delegate to someone and let them make all the decisions on and make sure to compromise on the rest. I love Megan's suggestion and advice. I totally agree. You know, there are certain things that are like must and stick to them, you know, make it very clear. No, this is what I'm not willing to compromise on or move or change my mind on. However, be open to suggestions on other things. People are really do, really do mean well and really want to give you the best advice as they can. So be open to suggestions, be open to some of the advice that you might be getting and definitely delegate some of the smaller stuff. You know, um, you don't have to do everything. That is one way to reduce some of that stress and anxiety leading up to the wedding is you don't have to do everything reach out and ask for some help and don't feel bad you know sometimes some people's feelings might get a little hurt but that's okay they'll get over it <laughs> um, let me see what else did she say oh <laughs> wear flats even though everyone is against it obviously her feet were probably killing her if she was wearing heels obviously that's a personal choice I always recommend, you know, maybe have an extra pair of shoes that your maid of honor or your mom or somebody is holding for you for later in the night. When you're dancing and dancing away and your feet are screaming at you, you can then change them. But you know what? Wear whatever shoes you want. Be comfortable. Don't be comfortable. Again, it's one night. Your feet will survive eventually. And um, yeah, I think that was... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much what Megan had to say, which I, I really liked that. That was pretty fun. I'm trying to look to see some of the other things, um, which we're going to cover this on the show. But Paige, Paige decided to chime in and she said, nothing is going to be perfect. I'm a week, I'm at a week and a half before hours. And I have just decided that in the final week, I'm going to relax and get ready to be married. Massages hair done stuff that makes me happy everything else is what it is at this point and what it will be at this pay at this point i agree with Paige. you know it's stressful that week leading up to your wedding hopefully you are working with a planner or at least at minimum a coordinator help let them help take off a lot of that stress and organizing of stuff but definitely relax that week is going to be the most stressful week Ever. It doesn't have to be. Delegate, relax, take some you time, take some time away that is not with the wedding planning. I wouldn't even, I, I would go further to say not even doing it the week before. As you're leading up closer to the wedding, um, you know, maybe a couple months before, make it a point for like at least one day a week, at least a month to two months before the wedding, take time out, just you and your fiance you and your girlfriends just hang out for a couple hours that have nothing to do with the wedding. Don't talk wedding. 
Um, don't go do errands that have to do the weddings. Just relax. And that really will help you get through most of that without freaking out at the end and just going nuts and pulling your hair out. Because you want to have fun. You want to enjoy it. And you want to have a good time. Um, yeah, so I definitely think Paige's advice is super good. <laughs> Uh, Kimberly says, don't pay too much for your cake because less than half of your guests eat it. And I will agree. I can't tell you how many times there's so much cake and dessert left over at the end of the night. I did a wedding that had over 400 guests. And I kid you not, literally there was so much cake and so much desserts left over that had to be packed up and taken back home uh, with the bride's family. And you know, everybody eats all the food, no worries. And, you know, and the appetizers, that's all great. And no one's saying don't have desserts or cake. But when they tell you for how many guests, I really, if you're having 300 guests, you do not need to get desserts and a cake for 300 people. I promise you, not everyone is going to eat all the dessert or all the cake. And you will be bringing home a bunch of it. Or whoever's left to pack things up is going to be stuck trying to figure out how do I pack this cake? How do I pack all these desserts? Who's taking it home and all of that. So I really recommend, yeah, when ordering your cake, you don't need to do it for the exact same amount of people that you are expecting. Um, the kind of the same goes with the decorations. Um, she kind of added that as a plus. The decorations, of course, you want to make it come into your vision and everything. Um, DIYers, I know that's great and, and do it, but also limit how much you're going to put out there. Because again, remember at the end of the day, you, hopefully not you, but somebody has to pack all that up, put it away and take it back. And then you are at home when you come back from your honeymoon and get into your place and you're like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And that's when a lot of people, you'll start finding things being sold on Facebook or on Instagram or on WhatsApp or let go or not WhatsApp, let go what's up a whole lot for thing um yeah and i love crystal's advice which of course i'm going to say i love her advice she says at the minimum minimum get a wedding planner or coordinator for the day she didn't do it because she didn't uh, uh, allow for it in her budget however she says in hindsight it would have been it would have paid for itself <laughs> This is the last month you're trying to connect and coordinate your vendors and put your timeline together for pictures and speeches and everything. And that is so true. You don't want to worry about that. You don't want your family and friends to worry about that. You want them to relax and enjoy and celebrate with you. So on that, on Crystal's note, I am totally on board with at the minimum a day of coordinating. They're going to come in and they're going to work with you prior to that. They're going to get all that information. And guess what? Once you give them everything and you tell them what you're looking for, what you want, what your vision is for that day, they are going to go ahead and step in as professionals and make sure that that is taken care of and done for you. They're going to go ahead and coordinate everything and they're just, you're going to just end up loving the day and having a good time with it. So on that note, um, I want to thank you for tuning in. This is kind of a short episode. I just kind of wanted to go over some of the Q&A that I put out there. But I want to hear your story. I want to hear your suggestions. Um, this is just not a one-time and we're going out of here show or these suggestions. But I want to really do hear from you. So please reach out to me at eventsbymaria at outlook.com. Eventsbymaria at outlook.com. Send me your questions 
your stories of what you encountered, good, bad, or indifferent, some unique ideas, you know, let me tell you, if you had a destination wedding, what are your advice for that? I want to hear it and talk about it on the show. So again, send me your questions and your information, and I um, will be talking to you guys soon. Again, if you like what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave us a review on whatever uh, platform you're listening to the podcast on. I would really, really appreciate it. Again, that's event, that's from the ring to everything. I hope to talk to you guys. I hope you guys tune in soon. Never mind. I'm not, I'm, I guess I am talking to you guys. In the meantime, uh, get those questions to me. I really do want to hear from you. So again, send them to me at eventsbymaria@outlook.com. And I'm going to go over them in future shows. So until then, I'm super excited to be back with you guys soon with another episode. And I hope you continue to tune in, share the podcast with your friends, your family. Um, And don't forget to subscribe to the show. I would really appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening to From the Ring to Everything. You guys have an awesome week. And I look forward to our next episode on um, a couple of articles that I've been reading. So I'm excited to share those with you. We will get back to you guys soon. Have a great uh, rest of the week. And until then, let's keep talking. Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Ring to Everything podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss future episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or stories you want to share, be sure to send them to me at eventsbymaria at outlook.com, and I will go over them in future episodes. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Until then, let's keep talking.